Cause I'm the one And just ask me Ooh, And it shall be done And don't bother To What's up, y'all? Happy New Year. Happy 2023. Listen, I know y'all like, girl, where you been? Girl, I'm not doing this with you. Girl, we have an unhealthy relationship. You come in, you boost me up, then you go ghost on me. I know. I know you got all the feels, sis. I know you have all the feels, bro. But your girl is back. I was trying to let this go. And God was like, ah, ah. He sent some people my way to remind me, like, girl, what are you doing with your podcast? So your girl is back. This is the Jessica Janae podcast, the one and only. And your girl is officially back. And I'm super excited. Um, So let's get straight to it. Again, happy new year. Happy 2023. Um, I'm going to be honest. January and I, we have not been seeing eye to eye. But that's okay. I am pushing my way through. I am literally just pushing my way through. I am literally taking it one day at a time, not even one day at a time. I am taking it one minute at a time, one second at a time. Okay. Because I could have a temper tantrum this minute and then in a few minutes later from this, I'm going to be okay. So I'm literally just taking it one minute at a time. Okay. So again, happy new year. Happy 2023. Happy January to those of you who January has been behaving for. And for those of you who are like me, um, things are getting better. I was going to say that things are going to get better, but I believe in the power of our words and our declarations. And so I'm going to say that things are already getting better. Matter of fact, things are better. I'm just going to shift my perspective and I challenge you to shift yours. All right. So y'all, I miss y'all. I miss like sitting down in my office space and recording and just dropping these gems that God releases me to drop on y'all. The funny thing is I literally left my laptop chilling on the couch while I went and got something out of the kitchen for my daughter. And somehow she began playing the very first episode of this podcast that was released in like, I want to say 2018. Let's see, when was it um, released? Uh, Yeah, 2018. I started this podcast in 2018. And so the title of the very first episode was Dear Sister, Be Hopeful. Because if you're brand new to this, I have changed the name of this um, (laughs) podcast so many times. But we are finally here. Unless God tells me to change it again, 
but we right here, okay? But at the very beginning, back in 2018, for those of you who have been rocking with your girl, you know that it was called the Dear Sister Podcast. And as she was playing it, I felt like that was God moving through her. And what I heard from a little clip of what um, she had played was me saying basically the reason why I started this podcast. And the reason why I started this podcast was because I wanted women to know. And even, you know, I have some male followers as well, some male listeners. I wanted women to know that they were not alone. So I decided to talk about conversations or I decided to talk about topics that um, most women face, really all of us face some time or another, but that we rarely discuss because we didn't want to be judged or misunderstood or we felt like we were by ourselves. And if I'm completely honest, after a while, I started to step away from that. Um, But I feel like God has got me back to a place where he's like, no, just there are women out there that need community. And even if listening to your podcast makes them feel like they're a part of your community, I need you to be honest. I need you to be open and I need you to be able to share the revelations that you receive through the things that you experience in your day to day life. And so that's the goal of this podcast. Again, I know I feel like I stepped away from that because I was trying to be trendy or I was trying to do what other people were doing. Um, but God was like, no, I don't need you to try to be trendy. I need you to be impactful. And so this podcast is getting back to the core of why it was created, which is for me to share with you all topics that are important, that are necessary, that most women face, but that we rarely talk about because we feel like we are by ourselves. And so again, I'm excited to be back on um, one of the very best things that could have ever happened to me. It was hurtful, but it was helpful. Thank you, God. It was hurtful, but it was helpful. Was well, somebody came against my character. They came against who I was um, back in like 2021. Right. They tried it in 2021. They did it again in 2022. And of course, y'all know, I never give the enemy or his means um, the time of day or I acknowledge them. But I will say that what this person did, what they meant, for evil, come on somebody, God caused it for my good. And in 2021, I had somebody to really t- try to tell me who I was. And although they meant to hurt me, again, they was helping me. They helped me in a major way because it began this journey of me trying to figure out, God, who in the world am I? Okay, so that was the first thing that took place. And then fast forward, going into... um it was July of 2022. Okay, I'm making like 2022 was far away. But July of 2022, I um, contacted COVID. And or, is it contacted or contracted? Anyway, <laughs> I got COVID. Okay, child. I got COVID and um, I was in my room. You know, my partner couldn't come in the room. My daughter couldn't come in the room. I was like, I was stuck like Chuck, basically. I was in there by myself okay sorry y'all I was by myself and I went through this thing where I was like okay God I feel like you've taken your hands off of me I feel like you um I feel like you've taken your hands off of me I don't know who I am anymore like I'm stuck like what like who am I and when I tell you God did something in me those those days where I was in quarantine, I literally cried out to him and told him, God, I don't know who I am no more. Like I'm a mom, 
but I know that's not all that you've called me to be. You know, I know that being a mom is an assignment. It's not just my full identity. It's a part of my identity, but that's not like fully who I am. So God, who am I? What, who am I? Cause I don't know myself anymore. Um, and so again, the enemy tried to use that time of me being in quarantine to, um, play with my mind, but God had bigger plans. Okay. And if stay with me, cause I'm getting somewhere with this. And so the second thing that happened to my identity was me trying to figure out who I was. And I remember creating a garden space in my guest room. And in the garden space, I went to God naked, y'all, not literally naked, but I went to God naked and I told God, God, I don't fit in with the, the church girls, right? You know, the girls who post scriptures all day every day or the girls who are obsessed with their pastors or the girls who um have their little cliques in church like I've tried to be a part of that clique I've tried to be in that crowd but I still don't fit right but then when I go to hang with the girls who are still worldly who are still you know turning up doing their thing I don't fit with them either. So God, who am I? Because I love God, but I also still listen to Dolph or, you know what I'm saying? I I love God and I pray and I fast, but I still have a cocktail when I go out to dinner. God, who am I? Because I have been picking up these layers of things or these, these traits or these, um, labels that people are trying to tell me that I am or society tells me I should be if I want to do this for you or, you know what I'm saying? God, like, who am I? Right? And it was in that garden experience. And the reason why I said I was naked, because I go back to Adam and Eve when, when they were naked. And when Adam and Eve ate that apple, they realized that they were they, that they were naked. And God asked them, who told you you were naked? Right. And so that's why I call it the garden experience, because in that garden, in my guest room, I emotionally stripped my clothes off. I spiritually stripped my clothes off. I mentally stripped my clothes off. And I said, God, this is me down on bended knees, boys to men. My baby's crying. I'll be right back. Let's take a commercial break. All right. So I'm back. But like I said, I was down on bended knees, basically asking God to show me who I was because I didn't know anymore. I didn't know because I was trying so hard to fit in with a crowd that I just didn't fit into. I didn't I just didn't fit into. And God told me loudest day, like I've called you to be set apart before you were in your mother's womb. I called you to be set apart. He said, you're not going to fit in with the church girls, but you're not, you're also not going to fit in with the world girls either. Why? Because you are going to be that person that can relate to the church girls. Yes. But you're also going to be relatable to the women that are still trying to figure out who I am, who desire a relationship with me, but they're still trying to do their thing. But because the messages that I put in your mouth are relatable, right? It's going to impact them in such a way that's going to make them want to get to know me better and deeper right and so I didn't call you to fit in I called you to be set apart and because I've called you to be set apart that is going to be your your sweet spot basically that is going to be what I use to cultivate relationships with my other daughters through you if that makes sense and so again the first thing that really got me to think about who I am was when somebody tried to tell me who I was right 
And God had to remind me, you are who I tell you you are. Not what anybody says about you. Not what anybody posts about you. Not what anybody lies about you about. But you are exactly who I've called you to be. Who I've predestined you to be before you were formed in your mother's womb. Okay? And then the second thing was when I had COVID. And I had to ask God, like, God, who am I? Because I don't fit in with nobody. And God showed me that he didn't call me to fit in. But he called me to stand out for a reason. And so that's why I'm back today, excited to be recording this podcast with this new level of freedom. Like, I was laying in bed about two weeks ago, late one night, and I realized in that moment, like, God, I really am enjoying not caring what nobody thinks about me, not trying to pretend to be overly this way or overly that way but I am me in my sweet spot allowing you to cultivate me allowing you to cultivate the gifts that are inside of me while being 100 my 100% myself either you with it or you not like that's a different type of freedom and I'm so grateful to God that I am in this place um you're gonna hear my daughter um in the background okay listen and if you've been with me since day one Back in 2018, when I started this podcast, who would have thought that Jessica, back in 2018, who was single, who had no kids, honey, who was trying to figure out life, I was still so young, although that was 18, 19, 21, 23, five years ago, so I was like 26, 25 years old, um, I would have never imagined like that I would be somebody's mama at this point, like I've always desired to be a mom, but like... Every day I look at my daughter and I'm like, wow, I'm really somebody's mom. So she's a part of my life. You're going to hear her in the background if she starts crying because she needs mommy's full attention. Y'all going to take a commercial break, which is really me just stopping the recording and then picking back up when I'm finished momming. Okay. Um, But yeah, so I'm in a good place. I feel good to really be myself um, and to just not try to fit in. Hold on, y'all, because my daughter is being a daughter. But I am back, and like I was saying, my daughter is going to be in the background, child, and Jessica five years ago could just record straight through. Jessica two years ago could just record straight through, but Jessica, the mama, is going to take those breaks, honey, and we're going to pretend like they're commercial breaks, but your girl is back. So yes, it's a good feeling to be able to come to y'all from a place of like, I don't care um, what people think about me anymore, and... God is showing me who I am through him, through being a mom. Um, He's just showing me more and more about myself. And so I'm so grateful for that. Um, So again, shout out to the things that are sent to hurt us, but end up helping us. Shout out to the things that the enemy meant for evil, but God turns them around and he uses for our good. All right. So, um, as always, y'all know I try to drop some gems, and today I want to focus on community. I want to focus on community. The older I get, the more I recognize that I need community. For so long, I was like, I don't need nobody. Like, I'm okay being by myself and, you know, being an introvert or whatever, but the older I get and the more life begins to life, you know, I'm a, a, a girlfriend, you know, of course, one day I want to become a wife. Well, I am a wife child, but, you know, I'm praying that one day my boyfriend will recognize that you got your wife in front of you, okay? If that's the Lord's will for us to, you know, do that. And I'm a mom, so I'm learning myself as a mom and, you know, through through slip-ups and stuff like that. Like, 
I'm just, life is lifing. You know, I'm in a season of transition um, where I'm literally, my model for this year is trust God and bet on yourself. Like that's my model for 2023. And so as I'm growing as a woman, as a creative, as a girlfriend, as a mom, as a daughter, as a sister, I crave community like never before and the conversations that I've been having through verbal conversations or whether they're text messages or dms or just seeing what people are posting I am starting to see that all women are desiring true and authentic community and I know for some of us who have dealt with friend hurt friend breakups which I want to talk about um if God leads me there um on one of these episodes this season um but And we've had these walls up because we've been hurt by quote unquote friends, but God is going to restore and he's going to replace, um, and just, yeah, he's just going to replace what we've lost. I'm not saying that the friends that we lost were bad people. They just couldn't go where we were going and we couldn't go where God is taking them. All right. So this season, I am praying for God to really cultivate community for all of us, for myself and those of you who are listening. And I am in this uh this group where we are reading the Bible in a year, um, which I'm. I'm behind on a day or two, child, but I'm learning to extend myself grace. Um, and we were reading, um, we started off with Luke because the person that's over it was just saying, you know, usually people try to start the Bible in Genesis and they never make make it past Exodus. Um, so the way he has his plan set up, we started on Luke. Um, and what caught my attention, which I've read Luke several times, but it's just not just reading the Bible, but you got to read the Bible as Pastor Travis Green will say, and just getting a new revelation from it. Um, now that I'm in a different place in my life and it talks about, um, talks about Mary and Elizabeth and their relationship. And so what I want to do is I want to share four things that I took away from that brief, um, interaction between Mary and Elizabeth. And so these are the four type of people that I believe God wants us to have in our community, the people that we need in our community. Um, So the first type of person is someone that ignites what's inside of you. For so long, I was surrounded by people who they they still spoke to young Jess. They still spoke to Jessica that was still hurt. Jessica that was still lost. Jessica that was still just doing what Jessica wanted to do. But last year, God started to surround me with more people and even changed the conversations of some of my um, older relationships where they started to speak to what's inside of me. And so I pray that God will send people to you that ignite what's inside of you. That when y'all have conversations, you leave inspired to really do what God has called you to do. Or when y'all have conversations, things that God has told you in private that you keep putting off, that person is like basically confirming what God had already told you. So you need people that ignite what's already been placed inside of you. The second type of people that you need in your community are people that share your joy. Y'all would be surprised at how many people you call friends that are not genuinely happy for you. Like they happy for you as long as your happiness or your thing isn't bigger than their thing, right? So you need people that are genuinely happy for you. People that when you get the promotion, they're celebrating you like they got the promotion. People that when you get into the relationship, they are cheering for you like they just got a new man or they just got a new girl or whatever. Next up, you need people who support your vision 
even when they don't understand it. I think so many times we want people to just get it, right? And there are people that will support your vision as long as they understand it or as long as they have a say-so in You need people in your community that are going to support your vision even when they don't understand it. But check this out. Even when they can't benefit from it. You need people in your, your community that will support your vision even if they can't and won't benefit from it. Or how about this? You need people in your community that will support your vision even when they don't or won't play a big role in it. Like they won't be in the spotlight, I should say, right? The next person that you need in your community, this is so important, is someone or the people that affirm the God in you. It's so easy for us to speak to the peasants in each other or to the 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 the, the jokers in each other. But how many people do you have in your life that will speak to the God in you, that will speak to the the visionary in you, that will speak to the queen or the king in you, right? Those are the people that you need in your community. Listen, again, I know you've probably been hurt. You got some friend hurt, child, go to therapy, work that out, do what you got to do and ask God to make room in your heart, space in your life for the right connections and the right people that you'll need in your community. Because where God is taking you, you're going to need community. You're going to need that support. You're going to need to be, you're going to need that accountability. You're going to need people who say, I see you, sis. I see you, bro. I support you. I support your vision. Even if I don't get anything back in return, they sharing your joy. They're happy for you, right? Again, they're not happy for you because they benefit from it, but they're happy for you because they genuinely are just happy for you because they know that if God is blessing you, then God's in the neighborhood, okay? And that they could be next. But also, you need somebody in your community that will ignite what's inside of you. Elizabeth may marry baby jump, okay? You need people in your community that when they speak to you or when you have conversations with them, when you're around them, your babies are leaping. And when I say your babies are leaping, those ideas that God has placed inside of you, those ideas that you've allowed to lay dormant because you're scared or you haven't had anybody to tell you that you can really do whatever God has told you to do. Okay, because he strengthens you to do it. He equips you to do it where he believes he will provide. Okay. And so <clears throat> that's what I wanted to share this week is that, yes, you need community. Um, and that craving for community that you've been having over the past few weeks, over the past few months, you're not crazy, nor are you by yourself because I am creating, I mean, I'm craving a deeper sense of community, a deeper sense of longing. And I think when people hear something that I may get some, um, I don't know, some backlash from. I think a lot of times when you see people that are in sororities or fraternities, you automatically think that they have community, right? But what happens when you've been hurt by people in those same, that same sorority that you're in or when you've been hurt by people that's in that fraternity that you're in, right? Listen, community is important in this season. Community is necessary in this season and God has given you that desire for community because where he's calling you to what he's calling you to do 
he he needs you to be surrounded by the right people, not just anybody, okay? Not just any and everybody, but he needs you to be surrounded by the right people. And so again, you need somebody that's gonna ignite what's inside of you, sharing your joy, support your vision, even when they don't understand it or even when they won't benefit from it. And last but not least, you need somebody in your community, in your space that affirm the God in you, all right? Listen, every week, Starting today, okay, and we'll see how long this lasts, y'all. But, um, I want to do something called a cultivating moment, and basically, I just share a thought that I may have had like during my prayer time or during my journaling time. And today's cultivating moment is this What if our lives are a result of our prayers or the lack thereof? What if you're living a life based upon the level of your prayers? So because you have a small life, not saying that it's not um, meaningful, but because your life reflect the small prayers that you're praying because you're scared to take God out of the box or you're scared to bet on yourself or do your, does your life, your big life reflect those big and bold prayers because you decided long ago that I'm going to take God out of a box because he can do all things but fail. And if he's given me this desire, if he's given me this dream, if he's given me this craving for more, I know that he's able to make it happen. So that's the cultivating moment that I want you to reflect on for the week. What if our lives or what if your life is a result of your prayers or the lack thereof? And to end us off, I, again, I am learning. It's okay to be me. Okay. And so I'm going to also do a song of the week and this week, and it's not going to always be a Christian song. Okay. Because again, I love God, but I also love young Dolph. And I've also been loving the icon, the legend, Missy Elliott. Okay. And so the song of the week is the rain super duper fly because I want you to always remember that you are that girl you are that guy and you are super duper fly and people better respect you well no Auntie Cheryl told us at the awards the other day that people don't have to respect you. But when you look in the mirror, you better respect yourself. People don't have to like you. But when you look in the mirror, you better like yourself. You better love yourself. And you better know and be reminded that in spite of who comes, in spite of who goes, in spite of what other people may think or say, my girl, my guy, you are super duper fly. Until next time. This is the Jessica Janae Podcast. I'm your girl, Jessica Janae. And I'm going to let Missy Elliott carry us out. All right?